This podcast is brought to you by Athens Screen Printing and is part of the Hannigan Media Podcast Network. Remember, get all of your spirit gear at Athens Screen Printing. Now, here's the coach. Hello friends, this is Michael and I am in the office of Athens Hornets head football coach Zach Harrell. How you doing today, coach? I'm doing good, Mike. Appreciate you coming. Okay, so listen, we gotta we gotta tear the band-aid off real quick. Last Friday was a rough night. Uh, Lindell came in and that is a team that's going to go deep into the playoffs. Yeah, you know, Lindell we knew coming in is a really good football team, extremely well coached. Uh, they play really hard. Um, their offensive line is one of the best offensive lines that I've that I've seen in four A football. To be quite honest with you, uh, they you know they have four four kids on that offensive line with Division One offers, uh, and they're they're like we already said, really well coached, play hard, play past the whistle. Uh, and you know they they controlled the game on on the offensive side for those guys. Uh, we had a hard time uh, getting them off the field, uh, which I thought you know early on offensively I thought we executed really well. We scored. We had a great plan going in. Uh, I think you know the inability two things the inability for us to get a stop uh, you know kind of zapped us of the energy uh and then they got some pressure on our quarterback and we quit executing as well uh as a unit uh you know ty got some happy feet at times and didn't make some throws on time uh and then you know we they, they got us on a couple blitzes uh that you know and, and a couple times to be honest you know we we picked the assignment up uh they just beat us, um, and you know that that's going to happen sometimes when you play talented teams. But you can't let you know one or two or three plays affect you moving forward. Uh, and we have to do a better job of having that next play mentality because I think the the emotions of the game and like, like I said, the two factors of the pressure and the ability to get stops got in our head as a unit. Uh, offensively speaking, and we quit executing as well. We had we had plenty of plays to make. Uh, we had guys open. Uh, we had lanes there. Uh, we just we just didn't execute. We knew going in, we had to for us to win that game. It was going to have to be a game where we scored a lot of points. Um, and again, Lindell's a good defense. You know, if you look at their statistics going in, I don't think they've given up more than thirty points uh, in a game. Uh, so they're a good defense, uh, and there were positives, like I said, take out of that game. I thought our kids kept playing hard. Uh, it was good to see, you know, us drive down fourth quarter and get a score. Uh, and, it, you know, that, that's one thing you can say. Uh, you know, the fact is a lot of these games uh, and our kids, we, we've gone into a lot of these games shorthanded, uh, and, but our kids here have never quit playing. Uh, and that, you know, that's one of the most proud things I am as a coach of our kids is they, they continue to fight. They continue to play, uh, when, when the odds are against them. And that, that's what I've told them this week is, you know, yeah, again, we, we wish we were six and oh, five and one, four and two, uh, which, which we easily could be, uh, four and two, uh, but we're not. Uh, and so. 
know, it's e when things are going good, it's easy to come to practice and work hard. And like everybody does that. Uh, everybody comes to practice and works hard when things are easy. Uh, everybody goes to work uh, and and works hard when their job's going just like they want it to go. Um, like that, that, everybody does that. But the truly successful people and people that uh, that find a way to make the most out of their life uh, are the people that continue to put their head down and go to work when things are hard and things are going against them. Uh, and uh, you know, credit to our kids. This Monday and Tuesday have been our best two practices. Uh, and again, I, I could not be more proud of our kids for the way they've responded to that. Uh, and you know, this week is a great opportunity uh, for us to bounce back. And to do that, going on the road, traveling to Henderson, to take on a team that, uh, like you said, might be an opportunity. For yeah, you know, Henderson, their record's a little misleading. Uh, you know, they're all in five, uh, but you turn them on tape and, you know, don't don't let that all in five record make you think they're some terrible team. Uh, have, there are no terrible teams in this district. No, and they have plenty of good players. Yeah. Uh, you know, they have three kids. Uh, with Division One offers, the quarterbacks, a Division One kid, they have a uh, offense lineman, Division One kid, they have a defense back receiver that's committed to TCU. Uh, so they have a lot of talent. Uh, they just haven't kind of got it all together yet. Uh, but they're, they're, you know, the quarterback played last year and really, you know, in a tight game here at Bruce Field, one that we had a chance to win. He, he was really the, the difference uh, in that game and made plays and beat us on third and fourth downs. Uh, and so. We've talked about that to our kids. Uh, we can't let that guy beat us. We got to contain him, uh, and so that that's going to be a big factor in the game. But you know, again, we we feel like it's a game that we definitely have a chance to win. Uh, we got to have great practice again today, uh, which I think we will, based on our last two days. Get after them on Friday. All right. So tell us about the Henderson offense. So we've got a we've got a dynamic yeah. quarterback. Quarterback uh, six five. Uh, and he, you know, he, they don't run him a ton. You know, he wants to sit in the pocket, uh, throw the ball downfield, but he's definitely capable of running uh, and definitely capable of extending the play and making a big play out of a scramble drill situation. Uh, and so we, we have to contain him and not let him escape the pocket uh, because that that's kind of – one of his strengths is, you know, when you, even when you do get pressure on him, you know, he's six five, I think, listed about two twenty. So he's a big, thick kid. Uh, and if you can't, you know, he's great at making the first guy miss and extending extending play. plays. Uh, so we got to keep covering in the secondary, uh, and we we have to try to, you know, make sure that we keep him contained in the pocket. Uh, they they're a pretty balanced run pass team. Uh, they have both of their best two receivers are also their best two defensive backs, number seven and number two. Uh, number three was their leading receiver last year, and he's been banged up the last few weeks. But coming off a of bye week, we we you know anticipate that he'll play too. So they have they have a talented group of receivers. Um, defensively, they're even front defense. Uh, they you haven't seen many of them. No, we've been mostly honest. Uh, so. You know, which again, I think we've talked about before, that's that's kind of, the, in, in the past, you would see way more even fronts. Uh, and so it's kind of a trend, look like more people are going to the odd 
but they're four two five. They they like to blitz their linebackers. Uh, they will bring their linebackers from the inside or from the outside. Uh, those inside guys they'll walk out, and, and we call we call an outside blitz from the inside linebacker a storm blitz. Uh, so they'll storm, uh, and they'll also fire. It's fire we call coming from the inside. Uh, in the secondary, they play a lot of man. Uh, they mix up their covers. They'll play cover two. They'll play man. Uh, they'll press and get in your face at times. Um, so, you know, present some opportunities for us to throw the ball down the field. You know, a lot of people this year against us have played more of an off coverage uh, and haven't really allowed us to throw a lot of fade balls because they're, they're, backing, they're backing out of there. Uh, so I think it's going to present an opportunity for us to throw the ball, you know, try to complete. Jaden and Eli on both sides, right. being tall basketball yeah. players, can yeah. go up in high point. Right. They've, and they've shown that ability. Yes, sir. It's interesting to me that, that you're saying that they mix coverages that much because that's not something you see often at this level. A lot of times you see a defense pick a coverage right. or a main coverage, and that's what they'll play, which means it'll be important for – quarterback Ty Arroyo to be able to diagnose what he's looking at. Yeah, well, uh, you know, we've worked really hard this week uh, working our routes with reads and trying to show him the different looks that we'll see uh, because based on based on what covers they are is going to dictate, you know, where he should go with the ball uh, in, in our different route concepts. So that, that will be big for him. Uh, and, again, we've really worked hard with him this week throwing the ball on time. You know, a lot of our offense and our passing game is about being on time. Uh, and if, you know, you go back to when we've been successful in the passing game, like, it's because we're on time. Our routes are at the right depth. We're throwing the ball exactly at, on the right drop. Uh, and when we when we struggle a little bit, it's when we haven't done those things. And so we've really tried to go back to basics this week and, and really work of all of our routes. Hey, Throw it on time, whether it be three and a hitch or three and on time or one and a hitch, you know, the different drops that we work. The other thing about, though, about a lot of man coverage um, is it also opens up some room for a quarterback that can move yeah. to run because a lot of the times the DBs will have their back to the quarterback. Right. If they bring pressure, it might open up some lanes for Ty to run. Yeah, you're right. And, you know, Ty's he's as healthy this week as he's been in a long time. You know that that's another factor. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last I guess four weeks uh, that I think people kind of tend to overlook is you know he's he hasn't been playing a hundred percent, not even close. Uh, and you know he it a big part of Ty's game is being multi you know multi-dimensional being able to throw and run and you know due to his due to his shoulder injury uh he he has protected that shoulder a little bit by design mm-hmm. uh, and you know that that's that's hindered us a little bit offensively uh, because when when you take away his running game that's a big that's a big factor i've uh, seen him i've seen him go side to side more than right. forward right. and he always seems to be yeah for a quarterback he's a very north south kind of guy big time you know if you look at the first three games before his injury uh he had over he had i think 330 yards uh, mm-hmm. before his injury and rushing the ball and so 
you know, it, that that's kind of been taken out. And in fact, I remember the I forget which game it was when he tweaked that shoulder. Yeah, it was rough. He had one hundred and twelve yards rushing in the first half. Yeah, and then from that halftime on, right. It's been yeah. totally different. And so, but, but you know, again, I, we're hoping uh, this week he's felt better. Uh, yeah. He's looked good. And so we're hoping he's able to run the ball a little bit more. Uh, but that, you know, again, that's had a big impact uh, on our offense. Sure. Uh, Absolutely. And to no fault of ties. Like, <laughs> there'd be a lot of people that wouldn't be playing. Uh, but he's a, he ties a competitor uh, and, and he's a warrior and, and he, he he wants to do everything he can to help the team win. Uh, and so I, I can't respect him more. Uh, but I, I think, you know, injuries have been a big, you know, going into this year, uh, at the beginning of the year, I told somebody, you know, we know going into this season in the district, we know the district, like the district's tough. We're the smallest team in four division one. We have less depth than everybody we play. We felt like if hey, if we stay injury free, we got a chance to beat anybody we play and we fit we still feel that way. Uh but you know, unfortunately we've had huge injuries uh to not you know, and you always have some injuries, but ours, you know, have been seemed to be A more than normal and B to very key players. Right. Uh, you know, start with Gage Friedrich. Uh, you know, the, the him and Ty are the undoubtable leaders on this team by their work ethic, by by how they do things. Uh, and he's one of our best defensive players. He goes down week one, uh, not only on the field, and he's still around yeah. as much as he can. But that that has a huge impact uh, on the team, and we have to have other guys step up. But you still you can't you can't replace a Gage Friedrich. Uh, playing wise, or that that leader out there up for the defense. I noticed this past week before the game, I'm down on the sideline, I'm getting ready to take some video of the guys coming through the the Hornet and doing all that. Before that, you do the last little piece of warm up in the right. end zone, back and forth. Yeah, Gage Friedrich on crutches was in the end zone with them. And wasn't on the sideline waiting right. for him. He wasn't. Uh, he was in the end zone with them warming up, and that said so much to me about what kind of a leader he is. Yeah, he he's he's really special, uh, and he he's the type of kid that will do anything he can, uh, anything in his power, uh, to help this team be successful. And you know, uh, a lot of kids in his situation tore their ACL week one would, would kind of fade into the background because uh, that's I mean that's hard that's uh, hard that, that's really hard on a in, even adult but really hard on a 17 year old kid when he's worked so hard and done so much to try to prepare for this year and then get emotional uh, and then week one he gets an ACL injury and the season's over like that right. uh, but man he's He's bounced back and done everything he could. And so anyway, uh, we, I didn't mean to get into all that, but injuries have been a big factor, you know. And then Friday, again, we, we lost in the first three first three possessions. Uh, we lost the first two running backs we played. Right, uh, yeah. Jamari Manning has an ankle, ankle sprain, and it's a severe ankle sprain. Uh, it's not high, which is good. Uh, he probably won't play this week. Uh, but you know he he he'll bounce which also back. hurts you on defense. Oh yeah, again, uh, one one of the one of the one of the captains of the team, 
uh, you know, one of the, our best players on the team. There's no doubt about it. So, again, a huge loss. And then Charlie Fulton, uh, after he got hurt, comes in and breaks his ankle. Uh, he's out for the year. Again, uh, our, our starting defense end uh, and, and one of our running backs. So, it just seems like, you know, we've got a lot of them. Uh, and, and we have to have that, you know, that's what we've talked to them about this week. We have to have that next guy up mentality. And somebody has to step in and, it's unfortunate and it's frustrating, uh, but it's part of the game. Uh, and it's outside. And that's where being the smallest team in four A, yeah. right. Division four A, division one, yeah, hurts because yeah. you don't have that depth that another team has. Another that's team, right. that's right, has a couple of three, four players like yeah. that, and we can shuffle because injuries are a part of football, and we're not. Like a lot of times you look at injuries and you say, okay, so what can a team do to fix that, right? right. And, and there are things that a football team can do for certain kinds of injuries, but not the kind we're talking about. Yeah. Nothing's going to help a sprained ankle. No, Nothing's going to hurt. The ones we're things. having aren't, aren't you know, soft tissue. Yeah, injuries. you're not having there those aren't, there aren't There are not muscle strains. They're, they're breaks and, yeah. and ACLs. ACLs. Yeah. Uh, and so There's nothing you can do about that. No, it's just part – it's just an un- – you know, not a good part of the game, but it is a men's physical game. Yeah. Uh, and, and those things happen. So, anyway. All right, so we're coming into this week. Uh, let's go over what what's the what's the word of the week and what are the keys against Henderson? So, the word of the week, uh, and it's kind of to, to add on what we've already talked about, uh, is, you know, line in the sand. Uh, and, you know, I, I talked to him about, you know, it's, it's – it's been dramatized, uh, probably. I wasn't around back then. Uh, but, you know, the old Alamo story, uh, when, you know, they knew they were going to die, and they said, hey, we're going to draw a line in the sand. And the guys that want to stay and fight uh, need to cross it. Uh, and the guys that, if you want to go on, uh, go on. Uh, and, you know, that, that was kind of our message to our guys. Hey, you know, like we've already talked about. At this point, you know, again, it's a ton of injuries. Um, you know, we've, we've got some good teams coming up on our schedule. Uh, you know, it, we're not, we're not four and two, five and one. Uh, but if you're going to, we, we want the guys to show up on Monday, uh, that want to keep fighting and want to keep going to war, want to keep, want to keep playing hard and being a great teammate. That is, those are the two best. I said, I, it, I want the guys that are going to practice extremely hard, play extremely hard, and then keep being a great teammate. Uh, and if you if if you don't want to do those things right now, then then I'll still respect you. Uh, but but I want you to tell me, because hey man, I'm uh, the, the, I don't I don't want to finish. Uh, this is too hard, or it's not for me. Uh, then then you need to go on. And our kids have, have like I've already said, have you know you turn on the film and watch Monday and Tuesday's practice. We have not practiced harder than we have. Uh, these last two days, uh, and so extremely proud of them uh, for for responding. Uh, but our keys this week, we've already talked about. Number one is contain the quarterback. Uh, don't let him beat us. Number two, they you know they love and they hurt us last year twice on fourth down, and, and they they throw it every game. They love to back up the seam on big downs. You know they'll try to they'll try to separate the safeties. Uh, with their slot receivers, and then run, and then get the back isolated on a linebacker and run him down the middle of the field, try to throw it over. Uh, and that's, I mean, when they need to play, that's what they go to. Uh, 
it. So that that's a bit, and again, like I said, last year they hit it twice on us in huge situations. And so that's a big, that you know, that I thought that was a big factor and that needed to be talked about. I say, we got to stop that play. Uh, and they'll do it different ways. You know, they don't do it the same way every time. They'll throw a different formation formation at you, throw a motion on it and try to try to get your eyes somewhere else and then get that back right of the scene. Uh, so we got to stop that play. Uh, and then offensively speaking, we, we need, if they're going to challenge with man coverage, we've got to be press man coverage. Uh, and that, that comes back to really working on your releases, uh, you know, not rushing your release, having a great release and beating one-on-one in your face coverage, uh, which is something we haven't seen a lot of. So that, that's a big factor. Uh, and, then, and then lastly, uh, we just challenge them again, like I've already said, to keep being a great teammate. Uh, you know, I, I don't think, I, I, I think that gets overlooked so much in sports. Uh, you know, there's a lot of teams out there that they may be talented teams, but they're not successful or they're not, and sometimes maybe they're successful in the win-loss column, but they're not, they're not successful as being a great team because they don't love one another. Uh, and, and that's, you know, again, we try to relate football to life as much as we can because I feel that's what we're really why we're called here. Uh, and if in life, uh, if you don't love the people that you work with and you don't love your family uh, and you don't love the people that are close to you, uh, then, then you're, you're doing this thing for yourself. Uh, and so, again, just trying as much as we can to get these guys, you know, to really care for their teammates. And I, I've seen as this year's gone on, us get better at that. Uh, and so, anyway, go keep stressing it and keep trying to do, keep trying to support each other in good and bad. All right, so the season continues Friday night in Henderson. Hornet fans, come out, see uh, Athens, take on Henderson. I'll be there, Coach, I know. And I'll be looking forward to seeing you. Thank you for letting us in and see what's happening with the Hornets this week. I appreciate you, Michael.